Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in for another weekly recap with us. As always, I'm your host Rico, bringing you some cool and bittersweet news this week. And joining me, as always, the cards are the diving diva, Mr. Meetings himself. Give it up for Marcus. Mr. Meetings. What's up, Rico? How's it going? Um, I did have work today on a Saturday. I know there's other people who work on a yeah. Saturday, and I don't mean to, like, you know, get on anybody or whatever, like, try to whatever. Just It's Saturday, right? I'm a teacher. I, I'm used to my weekends, so when we work Saturdays, especially here towards the end of the year, it's rough, man. And I am gearing up for summer school, so it's another additional few weeks of work. But, man, I am building a house, so... I got to save up as much money as I could. But that has not stopped me from the day before, sleeping late, playing stuff. Like yesterday, I paid Overwatch. I said, oh, I'm going to call it and I'm going to lay in bed. Yeah, two hours later, I'm playing Zelda. Well, no, I'm saying, oh, I'm, I'm playing Zelda for two hours and before I fall asleep. And it's 1.45 in the morning and I'm hating myself. So go figure. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, how's it going with you? Good, good. It's, it's been a pretty good day, pretty chill day. Uh, had a long day yesterday, so it's uh, it's nice to just relax, which is, I mean, <laughs> uh, like kind of ironic being that like you, you know, like you said, you're a teacher, you have your schedule that you're used to and you're not used to putting in a day of work on a Saturday. So like me over here all freaking being flojo and chilling and you like having to go in and have all these meetings or whatever. So yeah, uh, and I was in meetings most of the day, man, and it's just like. What is it when you're active, things go by faster, you don't really think about it as much or whatever. But yeah. when you're sitting down and just listening, oh man, it the time time goes very drags. very slow. You know, like what's that meme and like an in interstellar where it's like one year on one year here is fifty seven years on earth. Well, it's very similar to that, man, just sitting down for a meeting. But yeah, no, got home from work. And Rico had mentioned, are you done a podcast? And I said, yeah, let's podcast, right? I was like, I feel good right now. Let's go before, you know, I get hit with sun wave. Because after Saturday, the good thing about, well, I guess it's more of a silver lining. Uh, after work naps on a Saturday, divine. So, but I am not trying to take a nap right now. So I said, you know, let's, let's podcast. I'm going to have a good time doing this. So, yeah. So, yeah, here we are. We caught him just before, before he tried to drift away on us. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to open us up with a couple of like miscellaneous things uh, just, you know, from the from the, I guess, Internet verse or whatever. Uh, we got an announcement this week. Uh, if you watch online content at all, if you're on Twitter, if you are on Twitch, YouTube, uh, you probably heard the name Pokimane. Uh, Pokimane has been a huge streamer, one of the probably the biggest female streamers for the longest time. Uh, and she was part of an org car called Offline TV. This week, she announced that she is um, graduating, quote unquote, graduating the org or kind of like retiring from the org. Uh, you know, she's getting into a lot of other business ventures and stuff like that. So she's leaving Offline TV. So kind of just like the end of an era. It, it's the first person to leave that uh, particular org. They make a lot of content on YouTube there. It's a group of streamers. Uh, a real, real fun group. So anybody that's into that and has heard that name, you know, uh, you'll probably see her a little less frequently, like on the gaming streaming side. And you'll probably see a lot more content in, in terms of like YouTube and different lifestyle stuff. It's what it seems where it seems it's going. Uh, something else going on this week that has been huge has been uh, the NBA playoffs and NBA stuff in general. 
I know probably to your uh, dissatisfaction, the Lakers are currently down 0-2. And to the other guy's satisfaction, Rudy and Omar, the <laughs> Celtics are down 0-2. Uh, you know, the Grizzlies are up on the Lakers, and the Heat uh, are up the on Nuggets. the Celtics. Nuggets, the Nuggets, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nuggets, sorry. Grizzlies, I don't know why. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, they've uh, they've been something. You know, there's been some good games out there. Uh, comebacks too. There's I think been, there's been a lot, and it's it's always a, an amazing playoffs. Our first, second round, even to where we're at right now with the uh, conference finals. The games have been amazing, stellar. Um, just storylines on storylines, and a lot of these storylines in in you know retrospect to like last year, where you know, or like years before Chris Paul or the bubble and all these things. No, this one is more. The young guys all of a sudden being sort of villainized, where yeah. they're kind of poking bears, and you know, and I say that because Jimmy buckets, Jimmy freaking buckets, like Reggie Miller said yesterday, is just on a tear. And it happened with Dylan Brooks. It had happened with Grant Williams yesterday. It broke there, and I was cracking up because I don't think Jimmy Butler has a negative fan out there or something i think you gotta respect i think it's more respect people are respecting what this guy is just propelling the heat to do um it's been a lot of fun watching the Celtics even just not implode but kind of going back to a lot of the nuances that they were known for a couple years ago when they were young they're starting to that identity is starting to kind of rear its ugly head and it's funny because Jimmy Butler, we've known what the Heat culture is like, okay? We've known what they do. We know what Jimmy Butler expects. We know what Eric Spolstra expects. And Eric Spolstra coaching circles around just about everybody else, probably. And and he he's, pro he's probably the best coach coming into the uh, playoffs, just in general. Out of all the 16 teams that qualified, he's probably the best coach uh, coming in. And he's just been – they've just been awesome. Fun to watch, great to watch. And just watching Jimmy Butler just will and go. And I mentioned Rico yesterday. People think that the Heat are tired or they're going to get gassed or whatever. But they have this weird, like, gear that nobody else seems to really have. And not to say that, oh, they're going to win it all. No, it's more so because when you think they're tired and when you think they're gassed, they're going to do more. And they're going to do more correctly. Whereas other teams, for example, the Denver Nuggets, are going to give you that 110% within that time frame of just you know with within whatever they're doing so it, it's crazy totally different styles of basketball everybody kind of has their identity and right now it's just the team the teams that look the most hungry are miami and denver man denver nuggets and it's not to say that you know i am a lakers fan not to say that they're playing like crap the first game it was kind of a shocker, a little, little bit of a shock what kind of came out of that first half, especially when Jamal Murray, who has already been amazing this playoffs, just takes it to a whole new level. And Joker, whenever you take strain off your best players, that's going to help you out in the long run. So it's been amazing. I'm not sure how much you've seen, like how many games you've seen. I've seen, I've, I don't, I've missed maybe like one game, two games out of the entire playoffs. I've been watching them. If I've been watching most of them. If I'm not watching them, I'm at least keeping up with them on my phone or something. And it's just been, it's been awesome. It's been a great series. It's been, it's been great to watch. And I do have a uh, real random. I do have a bracket that I am going, that I filled out with my, with my um, work buddies. <clears throat> and um, I do have the Denver and strangely enough, yes, I'm a Lakers fan, but I'm also realistic in my bracket. Then this was filled out before the playoffs. 
I did have Denver and the Lakers facing each other in the Western Conference Finals. How do you like that one? <laughs> and uh, I did have, unfortunately, on the other side, I swear, I thought I had picked, I thought I had picked the Celtics when I double checked and decided to pick the Bucks. But I did have the Celtics and the Bucks meeting at the Eastern Conference Finals. Obviously, nobody in this bracket even remotely called the Heat actually advancing this far. And I did have the Celtics losing in the Eastern Conference Finals. So I've been, aside from the Heat, I've been pretty consistent so far. I think the only ones I didn't call were the Heat and the Cavaliers, the Knicks. So that series was kind of dumb. But I still, out of the possible points, I'm still in first. Strangely enough, if Denver wins, actually, and the Heat win, I'm probably going to win this bracket and win, I think it was like 14, 15 people. And, you know, called most of the games correctly. <laughs> nice. I know, right? It's kind of it's tripped out, but... What are your thoughts? No, I mean, uh, I've always liked I've always liked Jimmy Jimmy Butler, and everywhere he's gone, he's had this dog mentality, uh, and he's always tried to get teams to buy into it with him. You know, he had those struggles with Philly, he had the struggles in Minnesota, uh, and it seems like in Miami he settled, and you know, he had everybody else kind of just buy into like. We're dogs. Like we're we're gonna fight like till the very end, no matter what. And you know, it just it works. It, it's it's crazy. They have like this synergy that like you just can't explain. They just they they're hungry. They're dogs. You know. So it's it's nice to see that. Uh, I have watched. I did watch the first Lakers game. Uh, I didn't. I didn't catch the second one. Um, but I I kind of read a little bit about it. How the Nuggets kind of had a comeback behind. Uh, Jamal Murray in the second yeah. half. Almost tough. Uh, you know, I'm I'm a big Murray fan too. I, I really liked him when he was coming up before he got hurt, and you know, he seemed like he was on his way to being one of those star point guards. And his injury, and then, uh, well, now it kind of seems like he's getting back to that that old guy, man. That that was kind of leading the charge there for Denver alongside, you know, uh, the MVP, former MVP, uh, Jokic. So, yeah, I mean, it's been good. It's been entertaining, and even though. Even though they're uh, 2-0, 2-0, you know, there's there's a lot of ball left to be played. So you never know, man. You know, the Lakers still get one and uh, Celtics get one and they're right back in it, man. They just well, got to make some changes. The the crazy part is, is that, yeah, we're both they're both 2-0. Both these teams are 2-0-2. The big difference here, the Lakers actually still have a better chance than the Celtics do. Lakers are on home court. They're, they're in LA. Lakers are actually undefeated at home. And I had said the first team to get a road win is going to win. If the Lakers had gone a road win in one of these two games, they were going to, they were going to win. And obviously, you know, by game three and four, obviously it's the one who, you know, if Joker or I'm sorry, the Nuggets get a win, then it's pretty much over with three and no, right. Um, but the Heat won two at the garden. And, that's tough. And they want two over there. Now they're going to play two in Miami. Like, you know what I mean? The atmosphere yeah. is going to be completely different. And that's the big thing. At least the Lakers are going home. They're going to their crowd. And, you know, and it, morale. Morale is such a huge thing in, in terms of basketball. And for the Heat to go back to Miami 2-0, that is huge. Huge. And so we'll see. Man. And obviously, if the Nuggets pull one out there in L.A., then 3-0, it's going to be rough, man. So we'll Statistic- statistically... It's over, like when you're up, when when you have three games to to zero or yeah, three to one, right? So well, statistically, 
undefeated. And you know what the, the statistic is for teams up 2-0 in a series here in the Western Con- in the finals and the conference finals? Mm-mm. 92%. Yeah. So even 2-0. Because I know, I know it's been going around about the three ones. Uh, LeBron is one of the ones that came back from one of those yeah. big, big ones. So if anybody can do it, it would be him. But man, I mean, you know, you're facing the MVP. You know, Jamal, uh, Jamal's out there, or not the MVP, the former MVP, two-time MVP, back-to-back. Uh, so, I don't know. I mean, it, it's it's looking rough, but I, I really think the Celtics and the Lakers both have they, have, they they have another level they can get to where they can punch both teams in the mouth. You know, if they get, if they can do it, if they get there is another thing, but uh, I, I've seen better. I've oh seen yeah, them do better. I've LeBron, seen LeBron play way better. So the the we'll one of the narratives, and, and and I was saying this when I watched the game, LeBron and and I know he's had issues with his with his foot. The his foot got stepped on twice. He looks fatigued. He's old. He's over. He has not made a three since game one or something like that, or game two, or you know, in the second first round or something. He was zero for six from three land. I think despite all of that. LeBron is still our control tower in this thing. I think ultimately it just comes to where LeBron needs to make those best decisions for his team, which is wild because there was two there were two possessions the Lakers game. One where LeBron pulled uh LeBron wanted the last shot where if this were young LeBron it would have been, "Oh yeah, he took the last shot. You live with it." But now that it's old LeBron, it's, "Hey, what are you doing? You have other guys wide open. Dish it out." So he's kind of in that weird spot now, you know, you're and the expectations on a guy who's in year 20 are still insane. <laughs> so, and then the second one where he stole the ball and he went up, he went up to try and score and he got, uh, he missed the, the reverse layup on, on the, the last like 10 seconds or so. And again, that one you live with, I wasn't upset with that though. He made the steal it by all means you want to take it, win it, you know, or tie it up or something, you know, it was some other questionable decisions before that. And he, he's, he's, it's been sporadic. But in that game, he looked gassed. Gassed. So yeah. we'll see what happens today, man. Yeah. What time is the game, by the way? 7.30. It's, it, we're 5 till 4, so we, we, have, a, we have a good while. Uh, other, other than that, uh, I don't think there's anything else too big, miscellaneous. Uh, so we'll kick right into <clears throat> anime. Well, we're, real quick, real quick, shout out to, um, and I refuse to do this, but I'm only doing this because, you know, we got friends in the Spurs. So oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to say congratulations, but good for you. <laughs> yeah, I no. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, no, I mean, uh, if, for those of you that don't know, you know, our local team is, uh, you know, for those people that, that buy into that, like you're supposed to cheer for your local teams, our local NBA team uh, you know, me being a Maverick, uh, Marcus being a Lakers fan, it's supposed to be the San Antonio Spurs. But what happens is you, that leads you into like this thing where you're surrounded by Spurs fans that just the Spurs, the Spurs, the Spurs, and it just drives you bananas. Yep. So uh, I don't know if if it's the same for Marcus. I would imagine it kind of is. It's just, it's not so much that would, we hate the team, but the yeah. fan base kind of yeah. drives us nuts. nuts. It just drives you nuts. And so you refuse. Too, yeah, so you refuse to acknowledge that team. Like just, you know, just, you know, by default, you have to just hate that team and hope that they burn. 
But uh, you know, they have they have had a rough couple years here. Um and I don't know why. I just knew it. I knew this was gonna Everybody happen. Knew, yeah, dude. Everybody knew it. We just knew I was I was like, oh, but what what if he ends up in Houston? Because I also do like the 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 Rockets a little bit. But um everybody just kinda knew that he was gonna end up being a San Antonio Spur. And uh, sure enough, draft lottery before was it game one? Game one or, or two? Tuesday, it was on Tuesday, whenever that was. Yeah, I think it was before game one. Before yeah. that game one of the Lakers Nuggets, uh they had the draft lottery. Uh I was tuning in because the Mavericks were gonna Supposed to be in the top 10. If not, they were going to have to lose their pick, which I was excited about. I was hoping, you know, maybe we that 3% chance of moving up or whatever, but it didn't happen. We got number 10, but ultimately the big winner of the night, uh, which you could see if you watch the footage, uh, when they announced the number one pick was going to the Spurs, the guy that was there representing them was just screaming, you know, in excitement, super happy. Uh, because we're having probably this year out of the draft, we have the biggest prospect Probably since you know the Zion James. Williamson, Zion no. Williamson. Well, no, Zion Williamson, prospect-wise, was up there as well. From from what from what he is from what he is now, you know, it's something else. But no, no. prospect. But but, but, I, but I'm saying Zion Williamson and LeBron James. I'm, I'm going to say more LeBron, just you know, just because people are already comparing that prospect. Even Damian Lillard came out with a tweet. Did you see that tweet? Like, stop, guys, stop. LeBron's prospect. Like, when's the last time a prospect's been talked about like that? Like, just Zion changer, revolutionary, like... Zion Williamson. I, I don't remember. I don't Zion remember that Williamson, kind of hype. Zion Williamson also had that comparison to LeBron. A lot of people said he's going to be the next LeBron. You know, he was, he was selling out arenas as a college player. He was getting shoe deals as a college player. You know, there was that crazy moment where he took off and he exploded out of his shoes. His shoe, like, literally exploded. You know, it it was crazy, like, the numbers and the money that he made there for uh, for Duke. You know, even coming out of high school, he was talked about a lot. You know, he, he, like I say, he's he's not LeBron or he's not that level uh now but coming up and the excitement and the the money and the hype behind Zion Williamson was huge too probably maybe not LeBron level but it was there like it was like this it was it was like this it was I'm putting mm-hmm. this and that's what I mean I'm putting this on on that LeBron spectrum like that's where I'm putting it what was Williamson by all means was it was close but I think this one is just above that because it's insane, insane the amount of just things that are coming out about. And I, I guess, and guess, right, rightly so. I know we're, when Luca was on top, you know, European basketball and stuff like that. It's just uh, something else, especially when a prospect comes out of European basketball. But this guy already just, you know, dominating men. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? And, and I guess it's that, that appeal or whatever. Um, but damn, that's all I'm going to say, dude. Yeah, and I think, uh, you know, the Luca thing, he was a lot more of a sleeper person because not a lot of people watch, like, the anything. European ball, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Euro- European basketball, the FIBA and all that kind of stuff. And um, here, you know, just because of the freak, uh, and I don't mean that in a bad way, just the freak basketball player that this guy is, you know, everybody always describes him. Uh, his name, by the way, is uh, Victor Wembenyama. 
who is uh, projected to be number one. I mean, not just projected, like he's a sure thing, right? Um, they <laughs> describe him as if you were to make a perfect NBA 2K player, like that's him. You know, he has little aspects of like Giannis, uh, KD. You know, he has a little bit of AD in him probably too with his timing on defense. So, you know, he's, he's the prototype. Yeah. Or, or, you know, that's what he's being sold as. You know, of course, there's always uh, some changes when you come over to the NBA, adjustments, team, coaching. Uh, in terms of team culture and in terms of coaching, you know, he's also going to, like, oh, what, yeah. a place, what a place to land in, uh, yeah, in San Antonio. So let's see. Let's see. Uh, you know, all, all we can say really is good for you. And uh, I hope you, I hope you, uh, I'll, I'll be uh, tuning into a couple more Spurs games, but yeah. I hope you lose them all. Anyway. <laughs> no, no, absolutely. Hey, hell yeah, man. I hope you lose them all. I ain't going to cheer for nothing. And he's going to a good place. Uh, uh, Victor Wemby is going to, you know, San Antonio and uh, Tony Parker, Tony Parker fans out there. You know what I mean? And Tony Parker, for whatever reason, underrated um, from he France. Yeah, Wemby's yeah, French. From France. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Those and, ties. And, and, yeah, those ties. And, and Wendy had that. I don't know if you saw that. Was it a tweet or a video where he's just like, um, he reached, uh, Tony Parker posted like a picture of, of Victor Wemby when he, and when he was like nine years old in a Tony Parker jersey. And Victor said, Oh, it means a lot. And I'm sure all of uh, half of France or all of France wanted me to go to San Antonio Spurs or whatever just because of those connections with Tony Parker and even Boris Diaw. Uh, so, and Boris Diaw also being French. So, yeah, man. God, what like, what are the like the basketball god says? Oh, Spurs can't suck for for so long. Here you go, Greg Popovich. Oh, you know the the NBA is not right without San Antonio being dominant in some form or fashion. <laughs> like what the hell? <laughs> yeah. So we'll see. We'll see. I still hope they lose other games. Um, we didn't have too much stuff from anime this week. Uh, you shared something about uh, an anime that's going to be coming. Yeah. So it was just a few things. Uh, and the only reason it kind of just piqued my interest because I know it's a very, how can I say it? It is popular, but it's not on that spectrum. People have heard about it. People watch it. It does have some, I guess, some sort of a popular cult following. It's called um, Mononogatari. And this one's uh, The Malevolent Spirit Season 2, scheduled for July, July 2023. And the reason I posted it was because it was actually one of those... Um, Bunny Girl Senpai, for those of you who are not familiar with, with this one, it's very Bunny Girl Senpai type, where you're dealing with a lot of outside occult type things, I guess. I'm trying to put it in, 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 in that form of fashion. And you're dealing again with, you have the waifus, you have the mystery, you have the just, the great story, and that was actually one of the peaks, with just this entire series as a whole. Malevolent Spirits is actually one of the titles of this massive just anime or manga or you know just the source material you know how my, my bunny girl senpai is called well my bunny girl senpai which is the um the first volume and then the name changes as it goes mm -hmm. very similar to this you have bakunogatari mononogatari you have uh, there's a lot there's i want to say like 10 10 of them 10 11 and they each have about a season or two so it's I heard I hear the investment's amazing as far as story wise. Some parts can get a bit boring, but if you're a fan, then you know you're a fan. So I just I didn't want to bring it out because it's been on my watch list for years. And the reason I never actually watched it is because they keep churning out material and I don't think I think the ending is in sight or like the end of, you know. The good thing is that some of the stories are standalone. So for the most part, they're again, there is a big following. 
you can pick up wherever you need to pick up and just kind of start from the beginning. I know there's some there's some things you might need to research about the watch order. Uh, people do it by release date, but there's also a chronological watch order in this case, and there's different characters and all kinds of stuff. It's a big universe, so I did want to kind of shout that out there and, you know, let it be known. Season 2, Malevolent Spirits. Okay, cool. Um, I did see that we are getting the new MAPPA event. Uh, I saw I saw this yesterday, so it was get, saying that the new MAPPA stage is going to be setting up for tomorrow, which now technically is tonight, right? Yes. Which would be, yeah, whatever time, 3.30 p.m. Japan time. Yeah, so I, I don't even, let me see. Let's look at, let me uh, try to convert that. 3.30 p.m. Japan. So that would be 1.30 a.m. for us? 1.30 a.m. for any below yeah. central time in our case. Yeah, we're central, so. Yeah, central. we're central time. So Pacific time would be 11.30. Eastern time would be 2.30. Yeah, so that that'll be going on tonight. Uh, some of the things featured, it looks like here are uh, Jujutsu Kaisen. Right, it's supposed to be one of them. Um, Chainsaw Man. I'm not too familiar. Is that uh, Attack on Titan? The last one. That's Attack on Titan. That other one is uh, it's an isekai. It's the one where he's cooking in a different world. I totally forgot what it is. It's the one with the long title. Uh, then you have um, Hell's Paradise. I want to say that's Villain Saga in the top left. And then the middle one is that Alice one. It's the one that's kind of piqued our interest for a while back. I forgot the name, but something with the Alice. And I know that one's been getting a lot of, a lot of uh, what are they called? Uh, one shots. Um, mm-hmm. What are they called? The pictures? Oh, coming to me. You get what I mean. It's getting a lot of the, the one shot stills, and it's getting a lot of just um, publicity. So that, that one, again, rearing its head. So it's getting something. And that's actually the one that's piqued my interest in the last few months. Yeah, in, in terms of... Uh... The rest of anime, I've been uh, keeping up with Demon Slayer. I, I caught up. I was behind two weeks. So I caught up with that, and it's gotten good. So that's been good. What else have I watched anime-wise? Oshinoko, I'm still behind one, so I need to catch up with that. Uh, you still on that uh, One Piece? Yeah, I'm still on that One Piece train. And uh, I've, I'm, I told myself, just don't watch anything and watch One Piece. Things are going to accumulate. And right now, Rico's actually watched more than, than I have. The good thing is, is that I at least kind of, I know what happens, at least Demon Slayer. Um, I, Oshinoku is the one that I'm waiting just to get a little bit more because I'm going to binge. That's the only one I'm going to binge watch in a few uh, when I'm not watching One Piece, you know, because I'm, I'm going to wait for Hell's Paradise to finish and among some other ones, even, you know, uh, Jujutsu Kaisen's coming out. I'm still reading Berserk. Um, and I did actually start the other, remember I told you because you, uh, you told me, no, don't watch, don't read Oshinoku and I didn't. Um, I did read, uh, or oh, I am reading, uh, it's called Sayonara, Pia- Sayonara Pia- Piano Sonata, which is the creator of Oshinoko and, um, 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 what's the love? Man. Uh, Ka- uh, Kaguya? Yeah, right? Kaguya. Love, love is War. Love is War. It, it's, I am reading the first manga that they put out, he put out. So, yeah, I- I'm going down that rabbit hole, reading that first one, going to read the second one, which is Ib bullet and then i can read love is war or watch it and kind of going down that little thing there little project so i haven't been keeping up uh the good thing about them is that you know they're short episodes and i'm sure i can binge watch them or at least catch up in half a day or a day or something and you know kind of let them accumulate because it's gonna be fun okay okay cool so uh you know we'll see what comes out of mappa tonight and uh, we'll just keep up with the things that are good in anime 
Uh, TV and movies. Not too much. Uh, Dave Filoni's new Star Wars movie is set to be called Heir to the Empire. Um, this leads... I mean, this with... If you are caught up... Uh, I won't spoil anything, but if you're caught up um, with Mandalorian, if you kind of know some of the episodes that involve uh, uh, Ahsoka... Uh, in the Mandalorian series, if you're looking forward to the Ahsoka show, you can kind of have an idea of who's going to be, who Heir of the Empire is talking about, Heir to the Empire is talking about. So I won't say much more than that, but that that's really exciting. Um, also this week, Jackie Chan, some news, Jackie Chan is in the news. Oh, yeah. He talks to Star in Karate Kid 2. Uh, you know, no word about... Uh, Jane What's Smith? his name? J- Jane Smith. I probably wouldn't see him coming back. Unless, yeah, because he's he's in his is he in his twenties already? Yeah, I well, I wouldn't see him coming back like in like to be the you know apprentice, you know the trainee, uh, whatever you would call him. But uh, you know, may- maybe we'll see him in some form or fashion. Who knows? But uh, yeah, I, I mean that that that'd, that'd be pretty exciting. Yeah, I remember enjoying the the remake. So did I. So. We'll see about that one. Uh, also, just some quick things for me. This week in TV and movies, I did watch, finally watch uh, Ant-Man Quantumania. It came out on Disney+. Plus, and I didn't think it was as bad as people said. Like, it, it's definitely one of the weaker movies. But, like, all I heard was it, like, getting, like, shit on, like, really bad. And it, it was a weaker movie. Uh, but, man, they did my boy Kang dirty. I heard. I think that wasn't that the... Um... The big, like, one of the boo-boos. The I think, yeah, well, like, it, to an extent, they did him dirty. Because, like, he's, he's like, a, he's one of the end-all, be-alls, like, bad guys. Like, he's, he's supposed to be, you know, there's comic books, stuff like that, where he, like, kills Thanos, like, regardless of what Thanos has. So, you know, you go from... Thanos to like you know after uh, that whole series with Thanos was so good they had to bring in somebody good to uh it, it was going to be difficult to follow that up but they have to bring in somebody big after that uh, to kind of like be in the background and behind the scenes leading to the next Avengers movie and I was really excited in the Loki series that we saw some form of Kang and then now we're supposed to see the actual Kang whether or not he was defeated or not is like questionable but there's, there's multiple kings right yeah but i'm but i there there's multiple kings and you do see that a little bit uh in some form or fashion in the movie but whether or not he's defeated like just the fact that he went up against one avenger and not necessarily like the strongest avenger like and was in some way beaten in this movie like i don't know like i feel like that kind of messes with like his credibility as being a big bad of course there are so many different iterations of him uh that it, it's you know the possibilities are endless with that character uh something that's always interested uh me about him is that he's like his own worst enemy because he's that powerful like the only person he fears is himself which is crazy. Like the, it, it's just wild when it comes to like time and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh, 
Yeah, I mean, if you're if you're a fan of Kang, if you're a fan of Ant Man, if you're a Marvel person, check it out. You might like it, and you might not. It was all right. Um, also, though, this this one I watched today, and this one's on Hulu, and this one I recommend like all the way watching it. The new White Man Can't Jump came yeah, out. I saw that yesterday. He said it was really good. The new White Man Can't Jump, I saw it today, and it was so good. I was laughing. The music was good. The basketball was was fun to watch. The characters were good. You know, the relationship between the characters. Uh, the side characters were hilarious. Like, it was great. It was It was a really good watch. Like, if you're into, if you like the first one, if you're into basketball culture, just... Check it out. It, it's super fun. It's a really, really fun watch. You got to check it out, dude. You'll love it. Yeah, so again, that's on Hulu. Uh, anything for you, TV movies? No, I don't think so. I, I am behind on just Succession, which is probably the only thing that I'm watching right now. I'm behind about a few weeks. I know Succession will be done. There's two more episodes of Succession. Well, tomorrow and then next Sunday. So we're already right there at the the cusp of the finale and it's supposed to be intense so aside from that i think that's about it did you ever watch uh guardians 3 no i still haven't watched that but i've heard good things did you watch oh, yeah. it oh yeah I saw, I saw it well actually i saw it the weekend it came out uh i think i talked about it a while a while back that's true you did mention something yeah it you know if enrico's mentioned and the reason i'm bringing it up is the rico's talking about that man but Guardians 3, and again, if you love Guardians, you're gonna love Guardians. The Guardians is the, probably the best trilogy, or you know, some of the best movies just in in them in the in the Marvel universe as a whole. But the cool thing about three is that I don't think, and I think this is the way it was intended, because I've read things here and there. I don't think it was intended for it to be it was almost like it wasn't a Marvel movie, just kind of like a sci-fi film. And that's what made it good. James Gunn, it was James, it's a James Gunn film right before he left to DC. And you can tell he was doing it more as if it were a, just a movie, a film. And that was the beauty of it. That it wasn't, no, there was hardly any ties to just about anything else. Yeah, a couple of nods here and there, but as a, as a film and the message and what it wanted to bring out, oh yeah, dude, it was good. And you like Guardian. It was better than part two. Yeah. I thought it was a lot better than part two, yeah. personally um so it was good man if you haven't seen it you gotta see it yeah i gotta check it out i've heard that too that it's a lot closer to one than it is to two so yeah so and i love guardian so oh part one's amazing i still haven't watched the christmas special either i need to finish that i started watching it and i was like crying because the beginning was so funny and then i i I, something happened and i had to stop watching but uh, i need to check that out too uh big new probably the the meat and potatoes of our of our news this week is coming from gaming. That sounds uh, good. <laughs> right? It, it I don't know too. why I said yeah. damn. I just, I, for some reason, I put that like in a, I put it in a dish in my head and I said, God, that sounds good, man. <laughs> I'm just like, I was just looking. Mouth watering. Dude, all, like, oh, it's probably the meat and potatoes. Either. I'm hungry, dude. Like, I said, damn, that sounds delicious. It's not even dinner time yet. So, yeah, but continue, continue. <laughs> Got my attention. <laughs> So meat and potatoes. <laughs> no, um, some of the big I, at the top of the show I mentioned like some bittersweet news. Um, for us, uh, we're both Overwatch, Overwatch fanboys. Um, this week in our developer update, we got uh, the news that PVE uh, that was coming and uh, talked about announced announced advertised. 
to us uh, years ago, back dating back to 2019, I think it was, uh, has been canceled, not completely nixed, because we are still going to get like some story missions, character missions, uh, different little things here and there are going to trickle in as like uh, probably seasonal content and stuff like that. It's just not going to be to the extent that they showed us way back when, when it's going to, when it was going to be like different character trees, you know, that Borderlands-esque uh, thing that we kind of were expecting and excited for. And it seems like uh, from what they shared, at least from their point of view, it's just the game that they advertised and the game that, they felt they were building just was not lining up and was kind of hurting the live service aspect of the game because they were putting so many resources into that part and trying to make it what, you know... The vision that they had. Yeah, trying to build it into that vision that they initially, like, showed us. And that I know there's been a lot of changes at, at Blizzard uh since then so like they said they they kind of said that it felt like they were building two different games and that it was just too much to where like are we gonna sacrifice one or the other and they just decided you know what we're gonna pull the plug on this pv thing it's not really working out and we're just gonna focus like on the live service game and we're gonna continue to bring you like updates they showed us a little bit of a roadmap going forward. I know Marcus uh, saw some things that he thought looked uh, particularly interesting going forward. They did also confirm that we're going to be getting another support hero, followed by a, another tank down the line. So those are the ones that are going to be coming up. Um, anything else? I guess it is kind of bittersweet. Marcus and I talked about it a little bit the day you know, they announced this. Uh, it, was, it was something exciting. For us to be getting like some kind of Borderlands-esque PvE because it was going to be like a big expansion of the universe and being able to grind something different. You know, you're you you have those nights where you log on, you play a little PV, a little bit of PvP, competitive or whatever, and you know the games just don't go your way. And but you you still want to play Overwatch, but you're not having a good time. You know, you can swap over to PvE and do something a little different. Uh, you know, still playing the game you love, but just not miserably like getting held at first point or whatever you know um like so we had yeah. That one night. yeah well i don't know I, I don't know what you're talking about <laughs> but uh but yeah uh bittersweet right bittersweet yeah. with the with the cancellation but then the roadmap looks promising right the roadmap <laughs> looks i i was happy and I, that's because i saw the roadmap first and i was like oh shoot like like there's just all kinds of stuff or whatever, whatever. And then they said, oh, by the way, uh, no PvE. And you're kind of like, oh, okay, that makes sense. The PvE aspect, I know it was something that was kind of, you know, touted with when it first came out. Like, that that was its selling point. This is why Overwatch 2 is different from Overwatch 1. PvE, be ready. And it's kind of like, oh, cool, right? So the fact that we didn't get that, but we're getting it in missions, you know, it, it, it kind of... It, it, for me personally, it kind of took away just a bit because we were hoping for, at least I was hoping for just something else. All right, something that makes it Overwatch 2. Because uh, essentially now is what we're given is it's just kind of like a glorified version of, of Overwatch 1, which is what people were comparing it to initially. But yeah. nonetheless, it doesn't take away from my enjoyment of the game. I still love the game in every aspect. You know, skill trees is actually one of the things that I was just kind of hoping to see just to kind of have fun building your overwatch players the ones you enjoy the ones you main into your vision or your own or your play style 
Um, but like Rico had mentioned, we did get that roadmap, season five, six, and seven, and beyond just a couple of things that were coming out. One of the cool events, and again, <clears throat> I, I suppose these events are going to be a lot more commonplace moving forward. In this case, we're getting one called Mischief and Magic. It's a timed event. It's called a Quest Watch. I have no idea what it is. I'm sure they'll show more stuff on that. To go with that Mischief and Magic thing, again, it's more, it looks like it's more fantasy, uh, high fantasy. You're if if you're familiar with League of Legends, that's kind of like what it's reminding me of as far as the 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 the, the map that they showed. Um, you did you talk about like what's on these roadmaps, Rico? No, the only oh. the only the only thing I said is that it confirmed that we're getting first a new support and then a, a tank. Oh, okay, uh, at All least right. that, that's the lineup going forward that we're going to be releasing. Yeah. So. A couple of the other things that are going to come out for season five. Uh, season five, we are getting summer games, and summer's right around the corner. In the summer events, a lot, a lot of people do like Lucio Ball, uh, so that should be making its way here. This a cinematic reveal, five v five mini comp season, and then on fire returns, which kind of I, I was really happy because you kind of get the voice lines. You know, Junkrats was always one of my favorites. Uh, <laughs> I'm on fire, but in this case, now we get to see the little fire thing again. Yeah. There's a, there, there's a lot of things that which I. Which was yeah. odd that the voice line was still there, right? But the, just the 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 other little aspect of on fire was not there. Yeah, so you can know it was on fire, and it's always that way people can gloat. And again, a lot that, of these that, things... that, oh, real quick, real quick, real quick, <laughs> that, real quick, that that famous line that that everybody would always drop with the whole on fire thing, like all, all the good players are on fire, and then there's like that one player on your team that's just not. And you're yeah. just like shitting on them, like that—that's gonna come back. So that's gonna. <laughs> and, and and that's the thing. I, and I know Overwatch's initial what plan, I guess, was to kind of make the game less toxic. But in doing so, it's kind of like now you're playing for just to kind of play. Like I'd like to be rewarded, pat on the back. On fire kind of promotes a more positive thing for me rather than anybody else. And then, and one of the things that I was kind of ups not upset, but it's the sad to see go were the banners, the, the player banners at the end of the match. So, you know, like the damage dealt, people vote for the player, and you know, things. And I know last time they had a four, well, out of five people, you put two, right? Or you put two from one team, two on the other, you vote for you vote. You know, you can still have four and kind of do it like that, you know. I would like to see that make a comeback. And strangely enough, one of the other things I would like to see make a comeback for whatever, and it's just me, I don't know why I want to see it come back. It's just the amount of damage, uh, when you get a kill, the amount of damage that you did to get that kill, you know what I mean? Um, if somebody helped you, well, you know, I might have hit it for 27 HP, but Rico might have hit it for 83. It's going to pop up as Diva 83 or Sigma 12, because that's the kill I got, but even though I only dished out 12 AP, you know, it doesn't it doesn't have that number anymore. So I would like to see that also make a comeback, you know? Yeah. Aside, aside from that, we are getting creator workshop mode here in Season 5, so if you're somebody who's a whiz, and, and and I guess workshops and by all means, uh, this mode's making a, 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 a coming back here. People See, make some cool stuff. Oh yeah, dude. That's what I'm saying. Uh, those people who are who are wizards behind the computer and yeah. and just how techy they are, man. It's intense. The the um, last thing the last thing I'll throw in there for season five before you move on. That cinematic reveal. I believe that that dog is supposed to be Sojourn's dog. So I that cinematic is probably going to be a Sojourn one for those of you that. Uh, love the cinematics like i'm sure both of us do summer games i hope they come out with not just lucio paul but something else something different i hope no they, they I, i'm not that big of a fan of lucio paul personally yeah, me 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 either i i don't really play it maybe i mess around with it once or twice and i don't really touch it again yeah, so that's why i'm saying i hope they come out with something else cool yeah ew, gross arcade players ew. yeah uh, 
Um, season six story missions. I know that's something me and Rico loved. Um, well, what is it? Uh, rising. Um, Are all the archive missions? Uh, re- retribution. All the archive missions, and then we, uh, Uprising was the one we played a lot, and we we put in a lot of hours of those. So Rico and I love the story missions. We like the stars, right? Getting five out of five stars. Well, I'm sure it sounds like these are gonna be longer. Even the trick or treat, the Halloween event was a lot of fun. So we've always enjoyed those story missions and PVE stuff that they had to offer, and. I guess, you know, and it's not that it's taking the place, but they made it sound like the scope of these smaller story missions were going to be a lot bigger. So hopefully we get more of those bigger story missions and story missions where it can kind of invest our time in. Because again, maybe skill trees might make a comeback in one of these. You know what I mean? It'd be kind of cool just to kind of see what they were looking at, right? I know some people might have been able to play with it, but, you know, at least for the general population. Season six, we are getting that new support hero. At Reno, and again, support again, which is fine by me because I think they went uh, two for two with these last supports, three for three with all of their reveals so far. I, I, I you know, Life Weaver is the only one I haven't really got to play with, but Miriko has quickly become one of my just support mains through and through. You know, it's just awesome. Just love playing with her. And, and again, Life Weaver is probably one that you'll probably pick up a little later. I, I always like to play when the kind of the hype dies down a little bit. Kiriko for sure like universally loved probably one of the best characters made like for the game like DLC characters like everybody loves Kiriko so So we are getting a new map Flashpoint kind of curious to see what that is kind of looks more like um, what Constantinople if I had to kind of put a city on it maybe a more modernized futuristic version of Constantinople I I, I think that's a that's supposed to be a game mode oh it's a game mode I think so what map is that then is that Oasis I don't don't know what I don't know. I'm not sure. If it's a well, game no, mode, I think it's a game mode. Yeah. Oh, then we'll see what's up because I wonder what kind of game mode. It was like checkpoint or something. Uh, Hero mastery. I have no idea what that is. You want to elaborate? R- real quick. You know what flashpoint might be? Flashpoint might be like hardpoint in Call of Duty, where like you capture, but you capture like okay, capture this place. Okay, now capture this place. Okay, now capture this place. Okay, now capture this place. Like a like a floating uh, domination. Okay. Okay, yeah, 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 that makes sense. Maybe, maybe something like that, you know? We don't have anything like that right now in the game, but we do have, like, the capture point, but, you know, now it's going to be moving. Would be That would be kind of cool, you know, uh, kind of like a hybrid of, like, push, where, like, fights happen every, like, all these different places, but also, like, the, you know, the, the main, like, capture point uh, style yeah. also. Well, Hero Mastery sounds, now that I'm thinking about it, Hero Mastery is going to sound more like... Um... Being able to mess with a player to try to get better with them, right? Or is that something that yeah, I see, I, I see firing range. So I'm assuming that's going to help. It's going to be like an aim um, workshop or something. Yeah, it seems like it's going to be like a, like you know you're going to work on your skills probably as one character. I think they the only thing I heard them say about it was that you're going to be able to run through these missions like as your your like your single character. So it's probably going to test you like in being able to use. Uh, you know, all aspects of your character. Uh, I don't know how techy it's going to get, you know, with, you know, whether it's just being able to use your abilities, recognizing when to use your abilities, or if it's going to get real techy, like Mora, Mora jumps or Bastion jumps, uh, you know, things like that, where you can learn to do these, these cool little things with your character. Um, maybe like little trial runs kind of thing is what I... I in, what what kind of like gives me like the vibes it gives me you're gonna do like these little time trial things where like okay kill all these people or like i don't know i i really don't know but to me it screams like you're gonna do like some kind of trial 
run in um in Rocket League. There's actually a the training when you go to training on Rocket League. There's actually player made training simulators, and you can adjust the bottom speed. You can adjust bottom height. You can put your car in a set location, and you have to score the ball or save the ball depending. You know from these really hard angles depending on your at. I wonder if Hero Mastery might, maybe might implement something like that where. Hey, you know, or like, you know, in custom games where Doomfist has to get from point A to point B, you know what I mean? Maybe yeah. in Hero Mastery, a guy can, like, you want to get better with, with Doomfist, do this one, get from point A to point B, point B to point C, make sure you destroy this guy in two seconds with this combo, Papa. you know, it'd be, that'd be kind of cool, kind of like what you're saying, right? Kind of like a, a training montage of sorts. Yeah, um, it, training it, module. It, it makes me think of like, do you remember like the time trials in Call of Duty where like you have to like run through this thing and like shoot all the the terrorists but not shoot any of the civilians yeah. and stuff like that you have to use your grenades you have to knife like you kind of do a little bit of everything uh so like something like that it, it makes me think not to like exactly that degree because overwatch is very different from call of duty but uh, in terms of like the skills that you have on each character but something like that like built per for each character right yeah yeah on a character basis i think would would make sense yeah, it would be it would be cool because I know people meme on like the training, not the training, the training range, but the what practice is it called? The the, the practice, practice range. range. No, the, not it's not on the practice range, but the training, like the training mode in in this game, like it's a joke. Like it doesn't really teach you anything. Oh, 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 the tutorial mode. Yeah, there you go. I, I it wouldn't come to my head the word, but <laughs> yeah, the tutorial mode. It's yeah. uh, it really doesn't teach you much about the game. So here, you know, if you can learn a little bit more about the game and your character at the same time, like that would be pretty cool. Yeah, that'd be a way to go. So to finish off with season six and well, kind of finish off with this whole part segment, uh, firing range, player progression system, something that's players been wanting for a long time, myself included, because nothing's being really progressed except for your battle plan, battle pass. So I know that's going to be a you know welcome sight for sore eyes. Uh, Overwatch anniversary, which in my opinion is probably the most fun of the events that we get, just because they they take everything from the year and they stick it into an awesome, you know, forty day thing. So hopefully we get something good. And it says there at the end and more. So I guess we should expect a little bit more, a couple more things here in season six. Uh, see what else they have to offer. Now in season seven and beyond. Now again, each season is roughly what is it forty eight days, two mm-hmm. months, right ish. Um, so this is already after season five. Uh, we still have about 20 days left of season four. So season five will be in about 60 days, 100 days, season six. So maybe about three to four months, we should be on season seven. And here you can expect a new tank hero, which is yay for, for Rico and I, because you can get more tank mains. New collaboration events, which probably will be on par with the One Punch Man. Or and not on par, right? But I mean, it's going to be something similar to what we were given with the One Punch Man collaboration any, any, event. Any prediction there? Man, I have no idea. I don't know if they're gonna go the anime route. I guess, I guess, if you're gonna go with the big time, uh, I'm, I'm assuming they go with the popular ones. And I think Naruto would be a real cool one, and it kind of lends itself to a lot of the characters here. If mm-hmm. not Naruto, maybe uh, a Demon Slayer Attack on Titan. Any one of those would kind of be up there. Uh, so we'll see. If I had to make a prediction, Naruto will probably, for some reason, sticks out. If, if they go the anime route, we'll see. If yeah, I, I think, I think the devs. The the easy answer is that the last time we heard about something like this is the devs mentioned that they really wanted to work with Dragon Ball Z. They wanted to do something yeah. Dragon Ball Z. So that's the easy answer. You know, like, 
Dragon Ball Z is just a huge thing everywhere, so that's the easy one. In terms of what I would like, I would I would love something like, uh, like Hunter X Hunter. Imagine like a, what's his name? Uh, Mora. Mora would be a perfect. Oh, he's for, uh, for for Hisoka. Yeah, <laughs> I would love that it. Would, that, that 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 that'd be a good one too. That'd be a, that'd be a nice one. Yeah, good. yeah, I know. I know you feel you always feel some kind of way about Hunter X Hunter because of the circumstances of the <laughs> anime and all that. But you know, I, it's, I you know, that, it's an amazing, it's amazing, and it's about yeah, it's amazing. Uh, yeah, but uh, I think that would, that would be a fun one. Or Naruto, I really love Naruto too. So yeah, I know that, we're a big Naruto cool. guy. So yeah, and again, all all the characters were kind of into stuff. Uh, so just to kind of round everything else out. New control map, of season beyond new winter event, which is that not replaced, right? But the Yeti, which is probably one of the more weaker ones, because I we, I do play at least try to get through all those you know um, arcade missions. New hero mastery missions, and that's going to be multiplayer. So see what that has to offer. I'm sure they'll announce more going on the line. Roadhog re- rework, which is something that we've talked about multiple times, so it should be coming relatively soon. Fan favorite modes return. Mm, I'm assuming what kind of modes are we missing out on? 2CP. <laughs> I really like 2CP, and that's the only thing. But like when it says return, it sounds like we've never had a chance to play it. If you go to arcade, 2CP, I, I've been playing Hanamura and I've been playing uh, Volskaya, and uh, Volskaya, dude, is atrocious. Like it sucks being on defense. <laughs> you think and so? Then, like it's just uh, because if one person dies at the beginning, it's because more of the spawn things in, in essence. If if you know what you're doing, and I'm assuming there's a lot of new players to watch too who have never played Voskaya. So every time I play Voskaya, dude, man, dude, like somebody's getting steamrolled. Hanamura is still a lot of fun. I love Hanamura. It was one of my favorite maps in Overwatch One, which I hope it makes a comeback. But Voskaya, some, there's something about that yeah. damn place, dude. That sucks. <laughs> sucks for whatever. I, I, guess. I, I always like Voskaya for some reason. I do, but like I, but, but, because... but I I am also more of a like a defensive tank. Like the oh, way yeah, I play yeah. tank, yeah. I play very defensive. <laughs> that's true. That's so, true. <laughs> so I, I that's what I like. I like you know I stay alive like at all costs that's like my my philosophy right your mo yeah and and trying to protect my team uh but the thing the funny thing is like i don't know if it would be 2cp because 2cp is def would definitely be a returning mode but a fan favorite i don't know about that because yes yeah, it seemed like a lot of people like didn't love 2cp but yeah, uh, no. but now now with the without without uh one of the tanks now is the impossible like defense uh stalling tactic like is it still gonna be alive i know a lot of people say that it was the two tank lineup that made it so impossible to cap like hanamura second point or volskaya second point because i mean or anubis yeah anubis oh my goodness anubis i love anubis too man anubis drives that's probably the one that drove me the most crazy like it's either really good or really bad. <laughs> yeah, and that and that's and when when I would play them, strangely enough, I had a lot more success attacking. But that's just me because if Freak was a defensive tank, I'm the opposite. I'm the I'm the guy who's gonna get in there. If only go. if only we could swap like <laughs> mid mid game, right? Like you or, you're ta- you're ta- you are tank on offense and I'm tank on defense. Like, dude, perfect. That, that'd be awesome. And, or and that, this is my that kind of lends itself to what we're saying. Fan favorite modes. Hey guys, y- y- y'all remember CV- six v six? 
Or we're gonna bring it back in some oh, shape. That would be crazy. <laughs> That's a good idea, dude. I love that. Hey, Fafir, it was a it's a mode six v six. People enjoyed. There's a lot of people clamoring for six v six. Not a lot. Well, I see quite a bit. Yeah, they're clamoring for some sort of six six v six. Even if they kind of separate the two or whatever, or even in Rico's case, imagine being at halftime, being able to kind of swap um swap uh, uh, uh roles. Hey, dude. That'd be crazy, man. <laughs> like, yeah, just the ideas here and there. I never really thought of that either. Swapping roles. Uh, you gave me, time. you gave me too excited, bro. I bet it's gonna be like, <laughs> it's just gonna be like, oh, okay. Here's a, what is it called? Lover Watch, or here's what's this latest one called? The the space one. <laughs> oh, uh, here's yeah, this again. Wars. Yeah. So like over wars. I don't even know what you want to call it, man. But yeah. So I, Rico and I got real giddy on that one. I didn't expect to get that giddy on the fan favorite. Yeah, that, that would be cool. You know, because we we a, a lot of people, and I mean us included to some extent, like look back and say like, oh, you know, I miss we miss being able us because we're both tanks. Like we we miss being able to like duo tank and stuff like that. So how would it look now with the you know with the changes that we've had to some of these? heroes i know we played open queue the other night and like right away you pick wrecking ball and i'm like okay i'm gonna zarya i'm gonna zarya and i'm just gonna freaking bubble him and bubble him and, and bubble we're him. laughing we're laughing and laughing because we kick we were kicking these guys ass dude i was just cracking up it was on king's row we were defending on king's row and and i just kept getting bubbled and the team didn't the team didn't even touch the damn thing it was it was hilarious man it was hilarious. I, I do miss going uh, double tanks with Rico because me and Rico had the crazy synergy. You knew exactly what I was going to do. So it was a lot of fun. It can also, hey, don't it, maybe it can also mean like a, a classic mode, you know what I mean? Or some sort of classic thing. I'm, I'm always there going to be, you know, suggesting a classic mode returns just to kind of see what um, a mode where Overwatch 1 can be played. You know, it'd be a lot like we're going to mention before, but, it, you know, you can never dream, right? Too much. Yeah. Uh, and uh, And now with like the meme of like, well, Overwatch Two is basically dead because no PV PVE or whatever. Like maybe, maybe it is time that they try to do that throwback thing and give us the six v six and say, you know what? Like we're acknowledging, like we tried this, we failed. Now we failed, but you know it didn't work out. The whole PVE thing just didn't work out to the extent that we thought. So you know you can enjoy this version of the new game that we have, or if you wanna, if you really wanna go like have this throwback event and play six v six, like. I've had it. Do that too. Yeah, yeah, it'll be a lot of fun. I, I'm actually out here for it, dude. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Season seven, something's gonna come out here. So we'll see what's up. And then this part, competitive mystery hero returns, and then of course the sombra re the sombra rework. But the part that that piqued my interest was strangely enough, we have not gotten since Overwatch two, as far as lore is concerned, we have not really gotten much. Uh, just in general, as, as far as because remember we used to get comics, we used to get cinematics, and here they're. They said cinematic debuts and a lore codex. Now, if that means they're going to install this lore codex into the game, more power to me so I don't have to get online, look for all these things, and everything can be available for me in-game. Because there are games out there that do have their lore, the cinematics, the, the the comics, the stories, or whatever. Anything anything that you collect is in a little archive there in the main game. They do it for just about anything, you know what I mean? Especially in RPGs, it's there. All the... Um, all the lore and all the stuff that's happened in Dynasty Warriors, they give you full-blown biographies from their from these guys. So if there's a lore codex that kind of works its way in here and gives me everything in one spot, that will turn on a lot of people into the lore because I'm sure a lot of people know the general lore but don't know the extensive part. So I think that'd be a lot of fun. I did want to highlight the lore and the cinematic part together because 
we we enjoy the lore and we enjoy the stories. Anything yeah. else? No, I was just gonna say I know because like they kind of prefaced the announcement of this roadmap with the cancellation of PVE that there was a lot of like negativity around the Overwatch community about you know memeing some people just memeing some people just making fun of Overwatch and and stuff like that. Uh, it was real easy to dogpile on on the devs and the game and stuff like that. But like we just did, like when you actually go through this roadmap, like there's a lot of exciting things that they could be working on bringing back. And the one thing, like, please, Blizzard, please, like, I'm begging you, that would shut everybody up is start working on an anime. Please, please start working on an anime. Like, get with somebody, Netflix, whoever, like, uh, prefer, I mean, Netflix has been killing it lately, so, you know, just, you know, give them a call. And just uh, start working on something. I don't know if the cinematic debuts and the lore codex uh kind of are in sync with that or kind of play against that a little bit like go like telling their stories elsewhere in an anime type setting but uh they got to do it man at some point they got to do it and i feel yeah. like now's the time to pull the trigger and you know uh there's going to be all this negativity because of the pv thing probably for a while but if we were to get some kind of like little teaser trailer like next big announcement like everybody would just Lose it. Everybody would shut the fuck up and just be like, dude, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Finally. Yep. So I, I, I hope I hope that they have that like in the book somewhere. Like it it's time to pull out that card. Like do it. Yeah. Do it. I'm, please. I'm sure it's in there for sure. So let's see. Let's see. But uh, yeah, I mean we can go about we can go on about Overwatch all day. So yeah. let's uh, let's try and uh, move on here a little bit. Uh a little something about Activision Blizzard and that uh, that whole situation with Xbox uh, acquiring them. The EU and China did both pass the acquisition. So that's two more uh, for the deal going through. Those are two big ones, too. So uh, that's kind of looking like outside of that one that we got that was like the... It wasn't EU, but it was like the the British was it the UK? Yeah, it was the yeah, UK, yeah. not EU. That said because of the cloud thing, so that's really just the one. And then we have the one coming up. Uh, I think it was in August, right? We said yes. The one right. here in the United States, and I think it was August. Hmm. If, it, if it's not July, it's August. But yeah, it, it's in, it, 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 it's in the next couple months. So yeah, um, that that's kind of. You know, just a little thing I needed to throw out there since we're hoping for that acquisition to go through. Uh, I do have two things for Pokemon. Pokemon Home uh, compatibility with Sword, I mean Sword and Shield. Scarlet and Violet uh, was announced. It was supposed to be coming out May 24th, but then they said, Psych, you thought uh, it's getting delayed. So it's coming soon, but they won't tell us when. Uh, <laughs> That's I, true. I, I said okay. 24th. I mean May 24th. Yeah, it was it was weird, and it was weird because it was so soon. Like it was like, dang, it's coming, and like have like this little roadmap, not a roadmap, but like a little map where you can. It shows you, it shows you where you can pull Pokemon from and where you can send Pokemon to. So like you can go back and forth between Scarlet and Violet, back and forth between Sword and Shield, back and forth between I think, uh, uh, Plat the new uh, Diamond and Pearl. Uh, I think you can go back and forth also be- between like uh, Legends uh, Arceus, 
But then there's also some where you can only send them in. You cannot like extract them mm. once they're in there. Like I think the Let's Go's and Pokemon Go and some of, and from uh, what's the the older software before Pokemon Home? Uh, Pokemon Bank. Pokemon Bank. You know, you pull them up, you pull them forward. You can't send them back and stuff like that. So, uh, I mean, it, that was that was kind of just random that they're like, yeah, it's coming, but not yet though. Like, okay, <laughs> at least at least we know it's on the books, I guess. So uh, you know that big. Uh, so I know that's a lot of big stuff for Pokemon fans. You know, you want to bring those uh, Pokemon that you already have, like, in your games uh, and stuff like that. Uh, there's also a Pokemon mystery gift going on right now, which is a very, very rare item. It's called a gold bottle cap. Very easy thing to do. You log on to your game. You get online. You go to mystery gift, and you type in the code get gold. The O in gold is actually a zero. So it's just get gold. You get a gold bottle cap. What that does is that you give it to your Pokemon and it increases all the IVs to max. So instead Ooh. of having to bottle cap each one, each uh, thing, if you're familiar with the, with the way Pokemon stuff works, if not, I'm speaking gibberish to you right now. But you, you meet with an NPC in game and you ask him to train your Pokemon and it just maxes out all the stats of your Pokemon, the internal stats, right? So, I mean, great item. Uh, you know, you can use it on your comp Pokemon, on your favorite Pokemon. You have a really cool shiny that you like, but the stats are shit. You know, this is perfect opportunity to get this gold bottle cap. And it's as easy as putting in this code. So, super, super simple. Uh, Marcus also shared that we're the, we had an announcement this week from Sony that they're going to be having a showcase this coming week. Uh, May 24th is what I see. Uh, focusing on games coming to PS5 and PSVR 2. Any Funny, any ideas? Yeah, an hour. So that's gonna be that's gonna be a pretty good show. What do you think? Hey. Uh, any ideas of what we might see? So, something you hope to see? Uh, if it's gonna be over an hour, and again, I'm I'm not much for the PlayStation VR part. Uh, one of the some of the more prominent things, Final Fantasy six. I mean, sixteen more than likely. We'll probably get something along those lines. Um, excuse me what was the other one uh marvel we probably might see the games from marvel mainly being wolverine because i know wolverine was teased a while back so maybe might get something just a little another little snippet last time that was shown was in 2021 marvel spider-man 2 that's another one um people are clamoring for some sort of metal gear solid something anything in regards to that so that'd be kind of cool uh final probably the next part of final fantasy maybe even a teaser or a clip uh ghost of tsushima one of the ones that i'm kind of looking forward to is stellar blade and this one's actually um this was a project eve one the upcoming uh action title it was a one uh that was shown what was it called during the state of play which is that super crazy japanese sword chick just going off crazy one of the things i'm all i always clamor for is more gravity rush unfortunately we haven't got anything like that but we'll see uh those are just a couple of things that we might see or you know some of them being more so obvious than the others so just you know keep an eye out again this is for the 24th of may uh which is going to be on what wednesday on wednesday yeah so tune in get ready i didn't even see the time what time was that thing gonna happen uh let's see usually it happens uh, at two o'clock two o'clock yeah i like that so around two o'clock um 2 p.m for us central time 3 p.m eastern and 1 p.m pacific so tune in 
Yeah, Project, Project Eve, now known as Stellar Blade. That's yeah. the title we'll be looking out for. Yes, yes. Uh, last few things we got here is uh, there was rumors of a Mortal Kombat reboot. Now it's officially announced we're getting Mortal Kombat 1. Uh, did you get to check out the trailer? It looks different. The uh, it's They're calling it Mortal Kombat 1 more so because... If you're familiar with the lore, Liu Kang is your Raiden now. Uh, I know some people uh, stopped following Mortal Kombat a while back. I stopped playing the games a long while ago. As a matter of fact, I think uh, Cornelio actually keeps up with more, so a lot more. But Liu Kang is now the god, the god of the um, of Earth Realm, and apparently he's making his own. He's remaking or doing something with Earth Realm again, almost like he's making another universe. Because remember, in the Mortal Kombat universe from the ones way before this. It was, I think there was two universes, one where, um, because something had to happen with Earthrealm, where they, there was another timeline that was established because of something or someone. Uh, Kota Khan was involved, all these things. Another Khan was involved in all these things. But in this one, the word is, is that Liu Kang is creating a new universe or a new timeline to reboot everything in Mortal Kombat because obviously everybody is, you know, overpowered, I guess, or something. But, you know, Liu Kang, you know, got a Earthrealm. So there you go. Uh, last thing I have here, just because it's like this little favorite game of Marcus and I, like on the side, is a uh, Gunfire Reborn DLC coming June first. There's going to be two different characters. Uh, the first is going to be Nona, which is going to be a mech panda. She's going to be an engineer type a character that, that's going to have like a yeah, a red panda. She's going to have like a uh, uh, like essentially Bob. If you know, if you're familiar with Overwatch, she's going to have like a Bob character that's going to be like summoned and it's going to follow her around and stuff and the other one i don't i'm probably going to butcher this name but it's uh z Xiao, and he is a pro in astrology so he's gonna attack you like with meteors and stuff like that so uh two pretty cool characters i know marcus and i love like i saw mech and i saw a mech character i'm like oh marcus dude's gonna love that hey, and, dude i'm um, always clamoring for a mech game i'm actually might even check out that armored core game um by by uh what is it um from soft uh from software see what's up i never played an armor core game it's a fact it's a mech game i do want to try it but yeah so, so yeah so let's see let's see what comes of that but uh anything else uh we want to throw in there before we get into hero of the week no that's that's it for me for gaming man just playing a lot of breath of the wilds i mean breath of the Wild, a lot of tears of the kingdom i've i've been playing a lot exploring a lot I haven't moved on if I find it, I find something. If not, just keep moving. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. Okay. Um, so, Hero of the Week. What do we got? I got something. I, I got... I'm waiting on you. I don't got nothing, unless you ask me. You're waiting on me. Okay, so my only thing for Hero of the Week. I came across this clip that uh, was on a subreddit called Made Me Smile. I shared it here under Heroes. Did you see... Do you get to catch this? I didn't. You didn't. So what happens is this girl's getting asked out to prom, right? And Oh, I did, I did catch that. This girl's getting asked out to prom. And this guy puts on this whole production with the help of his friends, like to ask out this girl to go to prom with him. And it is just amazing what they, what, what they put on. And... uh it just made me think, man, like what a not just like is not just is this cool and is this awesome that he got this prom date, but 
the friends, you know, right away. I thought, man, the friends to like memorize these lines and go through this whole ordeal to help out their boy. Uh, what, what better than a good group of friends, right? Mm-hmm. And whether, whether it's, a uh, you know, podcasting with your boy or, you know, uh, Omar texted me a little while ago. Are we, you want to play something? Uh, Rudy every now and then just uh, sends me some dumb video on Instagram and I laugh my ass off and then I send him one back, you know. Uh, same thing with Cornelio. We're always sending each other stuff and laughing. Uh, you know, all the different friends you have, all the different relationships you have with your friends, the way you interact with each other. Yeah, there's, there's nothing better. And what better to get you through good times and through rough times. But, uh, you know, friends and yeah, buddies. Shout out to our friends, man. Heroes of the Week are your friends. I, I, I guess. I guess, right? No, but like Rico said, we do have an awesome group of friends, a great group of friends. And it's one of those where you can never really say anything or compliment them out loud because it's kind of like, ooh, you know, somebody says something, oh, really? Get out of here, whatever. And, you know, somebody wants something, something like that. So the only time you can ever actually talk very highly of them is when they're not listening. Uh, in this case, they might, and you know that's that's if if they ever want to hear Marcus give a compliment or something, then this will be a place to do it. But other than that, again, shout out to our friends, uh, Cornelio, even Rico, uh, Rudy, Omar, Ricky, Andrew, Alex. Uh, who who am I missing? There are a lot of people. I can go on and on, but we have some Jed, amazing friends. You know, Jed, so. Jed made a surprise appearance. Uh, yeah, Jed with, Jed. with us the other night too. Just you know, came in. We talked for a little while, and then he was on his way. Uh, you know, just. Any, anybody, you know, whether it's your closest friends, whether it's friends that you talk to every now and then and just catch up and stuff like that, you know, it's always nice to have that, uh, friends that, that little work. friends that you yeah. work with. Yeah, yeah man. there you, there you go. Awesome friends that work too, man. Andy, Pacheco, all those guys. I, I, I have a really good friends over at school too, man. So, yeah, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, that's what it's all about, you know, the human connection and stuff like that. So, the people that you like that, that you choose to have in your life and stuff like that, in whatever capacity, you know, shout out to them and uh, the relationships we all have with each other. Excellent. Very well said. So, um, yeah, I think that's it for this week. Uh, Marcus, you want to yeah. sign us out? So, yeah, thanks. You, thank you guys again for listening. If you haven't checked out our last week's weekly recap, basically Tears of the Kingdom just had come out last week. It's been a week since then. It kind of gave you a little bit more of the shout out there. We also did give a shout out to our mothers. Last week was also Happy Mother's Day. So and it was a light news day, but nonetheless, again, fitting what we enjoy more so under discussions because that way we can talk and talk more because that's what we like to do. We have not had a discussion in a while. We do have a couple of discussions planned. We're just trying to see if we can get somebody to join us. And we also have finally started working again more so on our new logo and um, intro. So we're kind of making headway here and there. But again, thank you guys for joining us. Thank you for listening. And we'll see you guys next time. Thank you. Have a good one. Hey, you want to go get some meat and potatoes after this or what? I'm down. (laughs) (laughs) Later, guys.